My name is Ty French, and this is my podcast. That's why it's called the Ty French Podcast. Welcome back to the Thai French Podcast. My name is Thai French and this is my podcast and that's why it's called the Thai French Podcast. Hello. How is everyone? Happy Wednesday. Halfway through to the weekend. Can't freaking wait. Hope everyone had a great weekend last weekend. Hope everyone is having an amazing week this week. If you guys did not listen to the two episodes from last week, you guys need to do so after this episode. The Keeping Up With The K Kardashian special last Wednesday, I think was one of my favorite interviews. I have been really practicing when I have guests on to not over speak over each other. And I feel like i I feel like I did good that one. So <laughs> it's a super fun episode all about um, the new season of the Kardashians with Colt, a.k.a. Gay Man with a Spray Tan. So definitely make sure you guys go listen to that if you guys haven't already. Um, also, last Friday's episode was with the What We Said Girls, and it was so fun. That <laughs> that one, we definitely talked over each other a ton. But it is chaotic. It's fun. It's amazing. It's very um, telling of our <laughs> friendship and just how we are when there's no camera or microphone in front of us, but it's a super fun episode. You guys can watch it over on the new YouTube channel, or you guys can listen to it wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, Yeah, let me know what you guys are thinking of the videos over on YouTube if you guys are watching. If you're watching this, comment below. Tell me how gorgeous and stunning I look. Um, If you are listening to this, hi, how are you? Make sure you leave me a rate and review down below in the Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, wherever, you know, just AK, tell me I'm amazing so that I keep doing this. (laughs) I feel like I've had the most hectic few weeks and you can probably hear it in my voice. My voice is kind of gone. I am exhausted. Last Thursday, I went to an event in the Valley called Drag Me to the Valley and it was my first Pride event. Happy Pride, everyone. And it was with Alyssa Edwards and Detox, two of literally the most talented, famous drag queens there are that came out of RuPaul's Drag Race. And when I tell you, I almost didn't go. I just had so much to do. And I don't really love going to the Valley. I'm that girl. Even though I'm a va- Vapid Valley girl from the What We Said podcast, I don't love going to the Valley. But I went. My friend Nick Mackey came with me. I went with Jose and his boyfriend, Drew. And it was <laughs> insane. It was so fun. And Detox and Alyssa, you know, they say never meet your, your, what's the saying? <laughs> My brain is fried. They say never meet your, what the fuck is the saying? I don't know. You know what I'm trying to effing say. Don't meet people that you love. And... I don't know. I feel like sometimes when you see people on a show, especially like in a competition show, and they've been big for so long, I just thought it was going to be like some dumb event and they were going to show up, do their thing, leave. Like it was going to be like in, out, yep, yip, skip, dip, dip, tap on the stage, whatever. Oh, no, 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 mama. They came. They had budget. They absolutely slayed the house down boots, mama. Yes, God. 
literally, it was amazing. Alyssa Edwards' outfits were some of the most beautiful drag outfits I've ever seen. Detox's performance was one of the funniest performances I've ever seen. If you guys watch my Instagram stories, you know what I'm talking about. But Detox, uh, uh, and they're both so stunning, so gorgeous, so talented. Literally, I left and I was like, wow. (laughs) I don't know. I was just like, this is literally the best day of my life. I love drag queens so freaking much. And those are just two classics, you know, Detox and Alyssa Edwards. And if you have no idea who they are, you need to go back and watch their season, especially of All Stars from Drag Race. It just, wow, I was living. I was loving it. Then on Friday over the weekend, I went to Salt Lake City, Utah, home of the Mormons, ex-home to me. (laughs) I went to Utah for my friends Kate and Warner's wedding, and shout out Kate, shout out Warner. It was so sickeningly gorgeous. She was the most stunning, beautiful bride A lot of my friends that I haven't seen in a while were in town and we all just stayed in a big Airbnb and it was so much fun. It was such a fun weekend. I'm so glad I went. And the OG followers of Thai French, and I'm talking OG, like 2014, 2015, know that when I used to live in Utah, I lived at my grandma's house and right behind my grandma's house was the Noodles Company. And we don't have that here in LA. So whenever I go to Utah, I have to get it because, you know, now that I'm a cultured adult human being, I recognize that it's not the best pasta in the world. I've had better pastas. But when I was 18, just graduated, you know, finding my way, I got Noodles and Company, not once, but twice, almost every single day to the point where I would call in to get a to-go order so I could go pick it up. Because it was literally right behind my grandma's house. So I could just walk over and grab it. But I would literally call and I'd be like, hey. And they'd be like, hey, is this Thai French? And I'd be like, yep. And they're like, okay, great. We'll have your order ready in 10 minutes. I didn't have to say a thing. I didn't have to say what I wanted. All I had to do was call and say hi. And they knew. And I'm not ashamed to say that that's the only place that I've been considered a regular. And that's the only place that I'll probably ever be considered a regular. (laughs) Other than McDonald's, but they don't remember me when I go. Thank God, because that would be so sad. But no, so I obviously I went straight from the airport to get Noodles and Company. I was just elated to be eating it. It definitely doesn't hit the same, but like I said, I'm going for nostalgia. I'm not going for taste. I also just have to give a shout out to the cute, cute gal and her friend who said hi to me at East Liberty Tap House on Friday night in Sugar House. Literally, that made my night. You were so cute. She just said that she was a fan of the pod. And let me tell you, my friends did not let me to live that down the entire weekend. And it was so cute. It was so funny. All my friends were like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know I was with a celebrity. And everywhere we went, people were like, oh my gosh, did you know he has a podcast? It was just so cute. It made my... It made my night. So thank you. Shout out. Also, okay. Shocking, shocking discovery from my recent trip to Salt Lake City. Um, Salt Lake City is the gayest place I've ever been. <laughs> like, I, 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 I've never seen so many pride flags in yards than I've seen in Sugar House in Salt Lake City. I was so, like, my heart was warmed. I was touched. 
literally every other house had a pride flag and not only a pride flag, not even a rainbow flag. They had the updated one that includes people of color and the trans community. I was literally just so happy. Like, honestly, the only person who didn't have a flag was my friend's house. And that is an issue. So I need to get one for her immediately. But yeah, I just, I did not expect that from Utah. I, when I lived there, when I grew up there, it was not like that at all. So shout out to Sugar House. It was actually Salt Lake City Pride this weekend while I was there. I had no idea. I did not plan that at all. But I didn't really do anything for Pride there, sadly, because I was there for a wedding. But it was nice. It was cute. It was fun. Had a ball of a time. Shut down that dance floor at the wedding. And yeah, I was initially supposed to come home Sunday night. And then it was WeHo Pride this last weekend. And I was just like having so much FOMO. And everyone else's flights left earlier in the afternoon. So I was like, why am I staying here until the night? So I ended up changing my flight earlier. I got home at like four, still Sunday night, I guess. But I made it back just in time to go to WeHo Pride for literally like two seconds. I Nothing to write home about, <laughs> honestly. Speaking of Pride, um, Friday's episode is a really special episode to me. And it's one that I've been wanting to record for a while, but I've been saving it for June. I've been saving it for Pride Month. And it's a little bit more on the serious side, a little bit more on the vulnerable side than you hear on the Tie Wrench podcast. But I'm sharing the story of me growing up gay and Mormon and just the the battles that I faced and my coming out story and how I came out to my parents and blah, 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 what pride means to me. So yeah, Friday's episode will be a really special one. And I hope you guys all tune in and listen to it. This weekend is going to be LA Pride. Jose's birthday is on Thursday. Everyone make sure you send him some love. And speaking of Jose, our totally random queen, him and I are going to Mexico today. <laughs> Him and I are going to Mexico because guess what? Tadka is out the window. Tequila is back, baby. Tequila is back. We are going to Guadalajara, which I don't know if I've talked about this before, but Guadalajara is actually one of my favorite words to say. Uh, literally, it just rolls off the tongue. Guadalajara. And you will find me saying that at least three times a day in many a different contexts. I cannot even give an example right now because it's not, it, it just comes to me, you know? If someone's if someone's taking so long to, to come to a dinner, I call them, what are you coming from, Guadalajara? Like, I, I just, I love it. I love the word. It's so fun to say. And I am just elated to be going to Guadalajara for the first time. I just, I cannot even express my excitement to be going to the motherland of Guadalajara. And with none other than my bestie, our totally random Queen Jose, we are going because, like I said, tequila's back in the house. He's click-cucking about. Da, da, da. I worked with this tequila brand last year called El Tesoro for like a summer activation. And honestly, like such good tequila. It's one of my favorites. And I just loved working with them so much. And apparently they loved working with me. And so they are sending me to Guadalajara to see their, I don't know what it's called, like, like a wine, a wine place has a winery. I don't know what it's called. Like a wine place has a winery. A tequila place has a, I don't know, like a distillery, a tequila. I don't know where they, where they make the tequila. I'm going to see it and I can't wait. It's going to be a ball of a time. I'm so excited for tequila to be back for her reign. And Todd is going to have to take a back seat because 
tequila's back, baby. We're going to be there. It's a super quick trip. We leave today and then we get back Thursday afternoon, just in time for Jose's birthday, which is Thursday, and just in time for LA Pride, which is this upcoming weekend. Meg Thee Stallion, Fletcher, King Princess. I've talked about it a million times, and guess what? I can't wait. I'm just going to let my freak flag fly. <laughs> my freak flag, my fl- my freak pride flag fly. That is a tongue twister. And if you say it too fast, you might get a bad word slipped up in there. So watch it. You guys are going to be getting a huge update on LA Pride, how it went, Mexico with Jose, all of that fun stuff on next Wednesday's episode of the podcast. But I'm super excited for you guys to hear Friday's episode. Let me know what you guys think once you hear it. Um, Because I'm a little nervous. I have listened to it so many times and debated on taking certain parts out of it or, you know, did I say enough on this or that or I forgot things, but it was a really hard episode for me to record. It literally took me like three hours to record it because I kept like crying and I just hate when people sit and record themselves crying. And so I really had to like stop and like gather my thoughts and then start again. So yeah, anyways, stay tuned for Friday. Before we get into it, this week's song of the week is none other than the man who I would like to be my baby daddy, the man who I would like to be my husband, the man whom I would like to give it all up for, none other than Abel, The Weeknd. When I tell you this man, the chokehold that this man has on me. I love him. I love him so much. He was my most streamed artist um, last year. I might be the only gay man in America that can say that, but I don't even care. His voice, his vision, his artistry is literally out of this world. I truly think he's one of the best artists in, in our lifetime. I'm obsessed with him. His song Gasoline really just does things to me. That's not even the song of the week this week, but just listen to that one as well if you've not heard it. I literally cannot think of a better song. It was my most streamed song last year. But anyways, his new song from his new show called The Idol with Madonna and Playboy Cardi is called Popular. And uh, it is a vibe. It is a vibe. I need you guys to all go listen to it. It's called Popular. It's by The Weeknd, Madonna, Playboy Cardi, and it's off of like the Idol soundtrack for their new show, which I am so excited to watch. I know it's getting like a lot of backlash. People are saying it's like really explicit, but I'm going to give it a shot and we're adults and we can watch explicit things. And I don't know. I think it looks so good. The cinematography looks amazing. Troy Sivan is in it. The Weeknd's in it. Lily Rose Depp is in it, who I recently have found out is dating my girl, my one and only, my true icon, 070 Shake, Danny Moon. So I'm going to need to deep dive into that. I'm going to need to get some more information on that. Um, some of you guys have DM'd me that information and you guys wanted me to do a deep dive. But I don't have enough information and I need more information. But like, I can't think of a better lineup for a show. So I'm excited to watch it. But make sure you guys go listen to that song. Let me know what you think. Also, I finished Selling Sunset Season 5, and let me tell you, I loved it. I I honestly was so nervous that the show was done after Christine Quinn left, but to be honest, I didn't really notice her absence. Like, 
the show, I feel like this was one of their best seasons. I really feel like her being away really gave the show this like new life. And don't get me wrong, I love Christine Quinn. I met her in Paris at Fashion Week. She's so nice. I loved her on the show, but I think it was really her show. And this season, it I don't know, it carried itself. I really liked it. I, I was really grossed out by Chelsea's comments about um, Bree's baby and just her situation with Nick Cannon about being the baby daddy. And, you know, she was just like, not here for it. She was like, I don't understand this relationship. It doesn't go with my Christian values. And I'm like, ew, you're disgusting. You're gross. Like, don't talk about other people's relationships, especially when it comes to their children. If some hoe has anything to say about literally my child and how I brought that child into this earth, I'm literally going to gut you like a fish. Like, ew, 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 ew. Those comments. I loved Chelsea. I loved what she was giving, but that just really gave me a sour taste in my mouth for her. I just really wasn't here for it. I'm loving Brie, the addition to Brie um, on the cast. And yeah, I thought it was interesting how they already showed like the coming up next season on the last episode. So it means like, okay, you've already filmed the whole next season. Like just release it. Like you should have just had one fat season then. I don't know. So we'll see about that, but I'll keep you guys posted on my thoughts. Maybe I'll do like a deeper deep dive. Maybe I'll do a whole Thai pop episode just on Selling Sunset and we can really deep dive into, I mean, the looks alone I could talk about for a whole episode. Let's be honest. We finally wrap up Scandaval tomorrow and I just, I can't. I am so excited for this all to be done, but I'm just so excited to find out what the surprise is um and yeah so next week's episode we're gonna do a full deep dive i'm gonna be i'll be sharing the last of my thoughts on everything scandal on next wednesday's episode today's type up episode is gonna be kind of all over the place so forgive me but last week's episode was only about the kardashians and then the week before i was hungover from edc and we didn't have a wednesday episode so i'm just gonna kind of ramble we're gonna just do it's, today's episode is gonna be a tyrant for my little tyrants okay <laughs> First, we need to talk about Miley Cyrus's British Vogue cover for this month. She looks so freaking stunning. I'm obsessed with the images. And I really appreciated her interview and just, I don't know. First off, let me just say, British Vogue is top tier. Like, all of the shoots that they do, they just do so well, so tasteful, and they just always make everyone look their absolute best. Like, need we forget the Adele British Vogue shoot that I wish would have been her album cover for this last press wave? But anyways, I just felt like Miley's never looked better. She's never looked happier. I think she's sober now. I don't know if she's just California sober. I think she doesn't drink anymore, but... She just looks so happy and in such a good place. And I don't know. I feel like she was really open and honest in her interviews. And uh, she's just so good at pulling out like archival vintage designer pieces that just like, wow, I'm obsessed. I feel like a lot of the other girls are, you know, kind of going with similar looks right now. And I don't know. It's like all feeling just trendy and like been there, done that. But she truly feels like a rock star and just in a league of her own. I'm obsessed. I did feel really bad for her. You know, they talked a lot about just her past and growing up. And she says how she realizes now, like how harshly she was judged. And I feel like I've just been seeing so many throwbacks now on TikTok about how 
you know, just all these moments of her at award shows presenting next to these other big stars. And you don't realize that back then when she was, you know, literally presenting at award shows and walking red carpets and doing Hannah Montana and going on these huge stadium tours, she was literally like 14. Like, that is insane. I think now I look at a 14 year old and I'm like, you are an actual child. I know when I was 14, like you feel like you're, you know, almost at an adult, you can almost drive and you just feel like you're so much older than you are. And now looking, you know, I'm almost 27 and looking back at 14 year olds, I'm like, you are a child. And so thinking about like executives at Disney and, you know, people in this industry, her agents and all this, whatever, Booking her for all these jobs and these things as a 14-year-old and not feeling weird about that is so shocking to me. I don't know how that is even legal. I mean, like, obviously, we got so much from it. Like, she is an icon and they're like, she raised generation. So not saying that I would like take it back, but I don't know. It just feels like so shocking looking back on it all now. And I feel like if you guys have not read the British Vogue interview, you guys definitely should because there's so many fun parts to it. And she she did a, a segment where she like sat down and was looking at photos of herself throughout her life and she's talking about it. And yeah, it's just overall really cute. Also, we need to have a talk about my girl. My girl, Beyonce. Um, Can we just talk about how she and Jay-Z just purchased the most expensive home ever sold in the state of California. Not only did she buy the most expensive home ever sold in California, but she did so in cash. $200 million cash to be exact. (sighs) Wow, 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 wow. Now I know why she's looking so happy on this tour. And she looks so relaxed because she knows she's going home to $200 million cash paid in full home in California when she's done. That, first off, $200 million, like, I cannot even fathom how much money that is. So goodbye. And for that just to be the price of your home, then we have to take into account insurance. Then we've got to take into account security. Then we've got to take into account furnishing the home. I I live in a 200 square foot apartment and I was stressed just buying two nightstands and a king bed, okay? This couch, I'm still paying off a year later. So... I cannot even fathom the cost of furniture for that. I bet you it's going to be another hundred million. Honestly, like that is insane. I mean, I'm proud of my girl, but wow, 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 wow. Also, I'm like, where is it? Where is it? I need to do a drive by and see. I, like, can you even drive by? It isn't a gated community. I, yeah, I need to see photos of it as well. I wish that Beyonce was the type of person that would give us an architectural digest moment, but. I truly don't think that she is because you know who ruined that for us? Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks had a show back in the day and she did the most cringe interview with Beyonce ever where she's just asking her a million questions and I, I'm, I, I'm going to butcher this so I'm not even going to try it, but she was like, say on say, when was the last time you said something you regret? Shop on say, when was the last time you went on a shopping spree? Like literally the dumbest interview ever and I truly think that's why Beyonce doesn't do interviews anymore think about it she she dropped renaissance she didn't do one interview she hasn't done one like tonight show she should be on SNL she should be on like something give me anything she hasn't even dropped a music video like 
I don't know. Just when you get that rich, she's like, I don't need you. I don't need your publicity. <sighs> and what a loss for us. What a loss for the world. The things I would do for an Architectural Digest interview or a Vogue 73 questions walking through her home. <sighs> but we're just never going to get it, are we? Another thing that I want to talk about with my girl, my queen, Beyonce, is her bringing on Blue Ivy to her tour in London and in Paris. The fact that Blue Ivy is old enough to be on a stage in a stadium dancing like that. Wow, 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 wow. That I thought she was four. I thought that bitch was four years old. I shouldn't call her that bitch. I'm sorry, Beyonce. I'm sorry, Blue Ivy. I'm sorry, Jay-Z. I love you guys. Please invite me to the next <laughs> Renaissance party in Paris. That That gorgeous little child is literally four years old in my mind. Because why? Because I am 21 years old in my mind. So the fact that, I don't even know how old she is. Let me see. She was born on January 7, 2012. What does that make her, 11? Google won't tell me. It just says me the, tells me the date. And you know what, Google? I'm not doing math, but I think that's 11 years. <sighs> that is making me feel way too old. That is not okay. That means it's been 11 years since I was a sophomore in high school. And I'm triggered. I'm triggered. And I didn't need to see that while watching a Beyonce concert. You know, I didn't need that reminder that death is knocking at my door, that I should get Botox. I didn't need that reminder that I should get AARP membership soon. Like, wow. But can I just say, we are witnessing history in current present time. That is literally one of the most iconic things I've ever seen. Like, Beyonce really brought out her child and her daughter Slade. She's dancing with the dancers. Uh, 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 uh. I'm obsessed. It's so iconic. And I'm just, I would love to be a fly on the wall in those conversations, in that household, in that $200 million household, most expensive home sold in California household. Um, where, where did that, where did that idea come? Did Beyonce ask if she wanted to do it? Did Blue offer? Did Blue want to do it? How, how do those conversations go? Was there hesitancy? Was Beyonce like, absolutely not? I don't want you to be in this industry. You're too young. Was she pushing for it? Is she thriving? Is she paying Blue Ivy for it? Not that she needs it. I'm sure she's got a fat um, uh, trust fund already. You know, I just have so many questions. Can she sing? Does she want to sing? Does she want to be a dancer? Does she want to be a performer? Is she going to be an actress? Who's Blue Ivy going to be? We're watching all these celebrity kids grow up right in front of our faces Northwest, Psalm, Blue Ivy, all these kids. And I'm just like, who are they going to be? Like, those are going to be also our kids' celebrities and who they look up to for style and spo and just all these things. That's the music they're going to be listening to. And that is just so weird for me to process. I hope that Blue Ivy stays with her the rest of the tour and that she keeps dancing. And this is just further proving to the fact that I need to get myself a Renaissance ticket and I need to do it immediately. And yeah, I'll be going to that concert and Blue Ivy better perform. Okay, the last thing that we need to dive into in today's episode is Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference that just happened yesterday. And wow, 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 wow. You guys, I'm sure you guys have all seen this everywhere. Everyone's talking about it. It's all over the internet, but I've got some thoughts. Apple just unveiled their new um, Vision Pro VR headset 
that is going to launch next year for $3,500 hairs. Let me just tell you. Let me just start off there with the, the gorgeous price of this new device. $3,500. Who do they think we are? Who do they think we are? Do, are they following the economy? Have they heard about inflation? Have they, have they seen our living circumstances? $3,500? I don't got that to drop on some freaking virtual reality headset. I'm still going to buy it. I'm still going to get it. But I'm going to have to take out a loan. I'm going to have to refinance my car. I'm going to have to move into a smaller apartment, if that's even possible. Rear the Wrangler might have to be switched out for an older model. Am I still going to get it? Absolutely. Am I going to be waiting in line for it? Positively. You can find me there. But let's just talk about the logistics of this. I'm sure, I mean, Apple, here's the thing. I'm trying to remain positive and open-minded because I don't want to look like a boomer. I don't want to sound like a grandpa, you know, scared of the future and scared of, you know, new technologies. But I will say, is it healthy for your eyes to be that close to a screen? Because one of their new features they actually just announced is for your iPhone and for iPads, especially for iPad kids, the little rats out there who literally play with their iPad one inch away from their face. It'll recognize when your face is too close for a long period of time and it'll like notify you that you need to back up because being that close to a screen is bad for your eyes. Um, but then you put them in glasses and you put the glasses on and the screen is one inch away from your face. Like make that make sense to me. I don't know. So it's supposed to just be like literally the most insane quality. Oh wait, I think they said it's like having a 4K TV on each eyeball. Um, is that healthy? Is that going to make me go blind? Is it going to give me a headache? There, are, I have so many questions. I'm sure they've tested this all. Like Apple is just like when people, you know, when they announced the iPhone, I'm sure people were scared. When they announced the MacBook, I'm sure people were like, what the heck? Like the MacBook Air, all this stuff. So they, this isn't the first virtual reality headset. Meta has one and they're kind of late in the game with the whole VR headset thing. And I think they did it because they really wanted to do it right. And I don't think that they would come out with anything that was below par on the other things that were already out in the market. But it just seems like too good to be true. And it just literally is so futuristic that it's kind of freaking me out. Like, I like it, but it also terrifies me. And I'm scared. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, sorry if it just got so dark. The lighting in LA is literally, uh, it is Seattle, Washington outside. I'm so over these clouds. Also, if I look like I'm bald, it's because my hair is pulled back in a bun. My hair is just barely long enough to be all put back in a bun. But from front on, I look bald. Anyways, I just had to say that because I caught a glimpse of myself in the screen and it's not looking very cute. Anyway, so you can allegedly control the Virtual Pro headset with your hands and your eyes. The hand gestures, eye movements, all the things. And it's a little Black Mirror-y for sure. I'm just trying to think of, it's just such a new product and a new concept for my brain that like I'm trying to think of how I am going to integrate this into my everyday life other than 
watching TV one inch away from my face. <laughs> like other than scrolling TikTok one inch away from my face, which I don't know if that's good for my life or bad for my life. I'm trying to think like, how am I going to integrate this into a life, into my life that is like going to be healthy. That's going to help me achieve my goals. That's going to help my workflow process. Like, am I going to be able to edit the podcast on it? Are you going to be able to edit photos? Are you going to be able to, I don't know. It's, it's so foreign of a concept to me and it looks so new and almost like a black mirror episode that I cannot even fathom what it's going to feel like. And like I said, is it going to give you a headache? Is it going to make you motion sick? I don't know. It has the exact same chip that's in your MacBook Pros and also it has a new chip called the R1, which processes data from 12 cameras, five sensors and six microphones in real time. 12 cameras on this thing. Like what? Also, here's what I don't get. So there's this part where like you can, if someone's around you, they can see your eyes or they can see if you're like immersed in something else. And Here's what I'm confused. Is it a recording of your eyes or is it showing your actual eyes? Like, are the glasses blacked out or is it a see-through screen? I'm really confused by that because when it shows your eyes, I think it's showing like a computer-generated version of your eyes because you like scan your face. I don't think it's showing your actual eyes. Like, it's not, they're not glasses. They're not like goggles. It's not see-through. And when it's showing you your room and the screens... You're not actually seeing your room. You're seeing the cam. You're seeing your room through these cameras, which I just think is interesting. And I feel like maybe a lot of people don't know because it's showing your eyes in the commercial and it's making it look like the screen is like see through. I don't know. I do think it's interesting how they approach the conversation and how they didn't mention the metaverse one time because the metaverse freaks me the heck out. I don't like that term. I don't like the idea of it. I don't like the concept of it. And that's why I feel like I never really got into other like virtual reality headsets because that just feels like I don't want to go into a different reality. I want to stay in this reality. I'm happy in the real world. Well, I'm working on being happy in the real world and I don't need to worry about being happy in another universe. I'm trying to figure out my life in this one. But they never said metaverse. They never said like anything else of like you're going into a different world. It was very much about, you know, just helping and experiencing this world in a new way, which I thought was really interesting. And I felt like really made it feel more like approachable to an everyday consumer. It didn't feel like, oh, this is just for video games or this is, you know, to escape reality and blah, 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 blah. It just felt like, oh, okay, this is going to be another tool similar to your iPhone, similar to your Mac that just helps you throughout your everyday life and helps you with productivity and all of these things. So that's why I'm excited. I'm just picturing by the end of the year next year, are people going to be wearing these on airplanes? And, you know, I don't know. People, How do you hear also? Is there headphones on it? There's a lot of questions I have about it. I will say this might get me into the gaming sphere because it seems fun. But I just think it could be so dangerous because I'm already on my phone way too much. And I'm just picturing myself lying in bed watching TV on this little headset and not getting out of bed or seeing the real world for a little too long. And that's kind of a scary thought. We will see. I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are about it. Let me know down below in the comments. Send me a DM over on at Thai French Podcast on Instagram. Let me know your thoughts. Are we getting them? Are we not? Are we able to afford them? Can we not? Do we think that they're scary? Yes or no? Are they going to give you a headache? Do we think it's going to make people blind because it's so close to their eyes? I, <laughs> I have so many questions.
Anyways, thanks for listening, you guys. I know today's episode was a little bit chaotic and a little bit of a short episode, but that is because I have to jet off to Guadalajara, Mexico, with my best friend, Jose, for tequila to come out. So I'm going to go enjoy a quick little trip to Guadalajara, my favorite place on the planet. And I will see you guys on Friday. Like I said, it's a little bit of a different paced episode, but I'm excited for you guys to hear it. And you guys will have to send me your thoughts in the comments or in DMs. You'll be able to watch it on YouTube or you can listen to it as audio wherever you guys stream your podcast. I love you guys so much. Don't forget to subscribe or give this video a thumbs up. If you are listening, feel free to give me a rate and review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. I love you little tyrants. (laughs) Thanks for listening and stay tuned for next week. Bye.